Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Hooligan's Pitch. As always, it's me, Chad. Hey, Michael! <laughs> uh, Michael, you sound far too excited for how this well, weekend went Chad, <laughs> that's because I got I got two beers next to me today. Oh, good, good. You're, you're fully prepped, uh, coping well, I see. <laughs> We're trying our best over here. But again, every, it seemed like everyone kind of had a little depressing weekend, and uh, yeah. so... I'm not saying it could have been worse because this was definitely a new low, mm -hmm. but it's kind of just laughable at this point because, I mean, what did this is what I expected. Maybe not a three 0 loss to the Wolves, but like it didn't yeah. surprise me in any way, shape, or form. Especially to get us started with an own goal, I was like, Fuck. Ah, I love it. <laughs> like here we go. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, everyone, welcome to the support group for uh, <laughs> this, this weekend of Premier League. You know, today's ther therapy day. Or... <laughs> But I guess uh, since you had got two going over there, what are you working on now? Um, what's what's in line? Uh, we're starting off with uh, the closest thing I could find to uh, Pliny. It's mm. Pinny River. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I, I'll make do with what I got. And then, okay. believe it or not, um, Sudwork Brewing out of Davis, California is huge out here. So we're really? rocking with uh, good, as, good as Newt because that is... What Liverpool should be doing for the future is be as good as Newt. Look at that. He is chilling, man. So oh, man, that's, yeah. that's my attitude for the next four months here. Cool. Just going to yeah. sit back like and, all right, let's get it done. Just let it play out, see what happens. Yeah. It's, it's, again, it's kind of depressing. <laughs> all right. Well, I got a, a Sacramento staple today, the, the track setting oh, panic. Yeah. Delish. Uh, I will say there is a brewery out here that is totally ripped off tracks track seven called uh seven seventh boulevard something along those those lines and like the logo's the same it's it's all the same so don't know who copied who but hmm. that's what I've noticed yeah interesting mm -hmm, okay mm -hmm. also my chair just kind of got messed up when I was showing <laughs> I how depressed you, uh... I was and I'm trying to get it back and I don't know how so my posture is going to be a little off today, but that's okay. The mic still works, and that's what's important. Yeah, um, exactly. Man, where do we start? Should we start with Chelsea and Fulham because they had a pretty terrible start to our weekend? That's fine. Um, I'm just going to preface this by saying that when I was going through my notes, completely forgot this game happened. Oh, okay. Well, I watched so. it. Um, <laughs> it was as sleepy and boring that a, a nil-nil game could get. You know... Chelsea, in the last two games now, hasn't scored a goal. Mm -hmm. uh, Fulham, the last two games, hasn't scored a goal. You would think these teams would come out a little more aggressive, a little yeah. bit more risk-taking, because, to be honest, the start of the new year, um, we don't maybe have to blame Fulham as much, because they didn't yeah. spend $500 million on a brand-new team. But for <laughs> Chelsea to come in here in this game and do nothing... And they were at home, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like you, you spend, no, you know, even even a tenth of that money on some players, and you're expecting a, a decent performance, especially against Fulham. Like it, hey, it is a a rivalry game. Like Fulham's above them in the table right now. No, I get it. Like like this year for sure, but historically, Chelsea is yeah has been the better side. So I mean. I don't know. This Chelsea team right now feels like this weird um, kind of like mismatch of of players and and I don't know. They don't 
necessarily fit the what the coach wants or the tactics or something. And uh, it's early days with all these players, but I mean, we've kind of seen the same thing with Nottingham Forest, right? Where it's like there's just so many players and so many changes from week to week that they have kind of struggled to find consistency. But with Forest now, they seem mm-hmm. to be looking better, especially seeing Willie Bully in their back line. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we saw Cody and him at the Wolves, uh, that was a strong back line. And that's, that's oh, yeah. a big reason why the Wolves were as high as they were in the table, I, I believe, because that back line was so strong. Um, so maybe having some veteran leadership back there has changed the mentality a little bit because before him, Probably. that back line was pretty young. Um, and again, like no team chemistry at all to start the season. And now we're, you know, they're at least getting victories despite how, you know, uh, maybe not as pretty as they could be, but Chelsea yeah. just brought in a whole new squad. This is going to take time to gel. They're not going to, they're not going to come in and like outperform other teams, uh, based on, team chemistry they got to do a lot of other things but but just to go back on them a whole uh, having a whole new team for this year you can do this in baseball which is their owner he owns the la dodgers and this is the exact same thing the la dodgers did they bought essentially a whole new team but with baseball you don't need team chemistry it's it's as much as a team game as it is individual um yeah you know my my status at the plate has nothing to do with your status at the plate uh, sure, when they get on the field and have to play defense, that matters a little bit. But again, not as much. Um, you know, these guys, like, I- I'm curious if there's a language barrier going on to get started. Like, so many players from Probably. all over the world are coming into this team. And it's going to take time. So, Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's definitely, uh, you know, they're, they're setting up a project. But let's see if they want to see out that project or if they kind of take the typical Chelsea route and when mm-hmm. things start to go bad you know all right ditch that manager and find the new one and I don't know Potter hasn't really shown too much of, of uh, like progress or a vision I'd say Dude, that man is losing sleep <laughs> yeah, he's you looking around <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I don't know maybe he's not the guy and you know, maybe they can bring in someone else, but at, at a certain point, like, could you imagine if he wasn't the guy? <laughs> what would he do? Start I, over. I, you got to, all right? Like, yeah, that's brutal. I don't know. It it's just, I don't know. Who do you, it, who, it takes time, of course. But who do you think had more chances that game, Uncle? Oof. Um, I'd give, I think, just a slight edge to Chelsea. Fulham had four shots on target. Chelsea had three. <laughs> Guess who had more yeah. shots in total? In total? Uh, probably Chelsea. Yeah, they had 13. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of been part of their issue, too, is like, as much as creatively they've struggled they just can't get shots on target nope so again that was a pretty boring game there's not much to talk. i mean we don't need to go into depth there we've talked about chelsea so freaking much these last three yeah. weeks they've been the headline of every freaking transfer and for them to start everyone except well not start but play everyone um gosh who i'm trying to think of a big name who we didn't get to see on the field with them but we saw kind of everyone mm-hmm 
So, yeah. Questionable what they're going to do in the future. Um, yeah. Poor Ziek, man. He wanted out of there so bad. And then they messed up his paperwork. <laughs> Come on. Are you kidding me? Uh, I just don't understand how any of these transfers that we hear like that fall through because of this. How can that happen in this day and age? Like, it... it <laughs> Like our, Technology our, our has scanner come so didn't far. Work. Yeah, like why? First of all, why are we relying on scanners and fax machines at this point? Like, you can e-sign anything these days. You just text them. Yeah, like put it in text. It needs it needs to be done like that. Um, yeah. But because of this whole transfer window saga craziness, there are rumors that they might just get rid of the whole transfer window in general. Do you see this? Um, I think I saw like a. One little tidbit about it, but I didn't really. It's being talked about, attention. and and the whole reason why they had transfer window in the first place was to to have other leagues that needed to rebuild because of injury and whatever. Yeah. I think I think a big part of it was um was the was wars breaking out. It was, it was something random like that where like they needed to have some window to bring in players that weren't yeah. on contract in case a team had to go do something or a country had something happen to them they, or an emergency. They needed like this window to have transfer players come in. And yeah. uh, so there's, it, it's interesting. There's talks to get rid of it after this crazy window. Um, we'll see how much like weight is really put on that rumor, but yeah, I mean, I think the January window is fine. Uh, like it just really, you just need like that financial fair play to be a much stricter, like hardline, um, you know, safeguard it for this. Like, you shouldn't be able to spend this much money in in January, let alone the summer window. Um, so I don't know. Like, so I, I I I see the the use for the January window, especially for like teams in the relegation zones, where it's like, right. oh shit, like the first half of the season has not gone according to plan. Like, we got to do something. Yep. So. To get rid of it completely, I don't think is the answer, but yeah, you could you could play with it a little bit and it can know, be limit how much you can spend or something. Yeah, yeah. Could you imagine if you only like you had 150 million? How many like things yeah. would change? Um, okay. Chelsea wouldn't be able to do everything they just did, and we get other teams opportunities to come in for those players. It's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So uh, let's let's go to Everton and Arsenal. Sure. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> um, look, this was just like the perfect storm of uh, of of a of a poor Arsenal day. Um, <laughs> this was a trap game. Yeah, I mean, just before even going into it, Arsenal's like recent history away at Everton is just terrible. Is it really? Uh, yeah, they've won once in the last seven times they've oh. gone there. So it was already I was already just like nervous based on that. And then of course you got big Sean Dyche come in. So they already got like not only a more experienced manager, but like dude kept Burnley alive for Ever. years. You know? So it's already gonna be like rough with that and Did you see his rules you know, I, he made for his team? Yeah, <laughs> love it, love it. Like it, it's just everything just fell into place in the the way that didn't help Arsenal. And then um, the manager of the month curse is a thing where mm. um, 
every time Arteta has won it, the first game of the following month, uh, they haven't won. Wow. Most of them have been draws, to be fair, but like, here we are just stacking that on the pile now. So, you know, it, it, but like beyond all that stuff, it just, I think Arsenal maybe came into this game a little overconfident, I think mm-hmm. just because of like table positions and, and um, performances and stuff. Um, but they just like, they looked a little bit off the pace, the whole, the whole game, like not as sharp as, as they typically are. Um and Everton was just running everywhere and, and closing down quickly. And, you know, every ball that went out to soccer or Martinelli, they immediately had two guys on them. And it's just, like, yeah. hard to break through. And it's kind of like the Sean Dyche team, right, where it's like you don't break them down. And then they, you know, get a, a, a header from a corner because, of course, they got the tallest defenders and the, the biggest dudes. And here we are. <laughs> This is easily Burnley 2.0 right now where he's going to keep him yeah. alive. But uh, the work rate that they were showing, um, you know, it's probably a little biased because we know what we're looking at now in terms of like this squad is rejuvenated with the new manager, which I totally get. They needed someone in there to kind of like yeah. kick their ass a little bit um, mm-hmm. to show them they're not all that. And Onana played really freaking good. Um, yeah, man, he looked awesome. He looked so fast and for as tall and long as he is, like that was impressive. And every tackle, he like starts the tackle like five feet away, and all of a sudden he still gets the ball because of his long legs and stuff. Yeah, yep. Um Arsenal to me, they look like their shots were just crap shots. They weren't over the ball. Yeah. They weren't putting power onto it. Um, you know, Tristard yeah. had a pretty good look and like just totally lean back and just like skied it and i was like what the hell like that is not the yeah. arsenal that we've seen this year so that was kind of um i think yeah just a surprise just, i think that was they needed it yeah yeah i think just like too many players with subpar performances and probably a little bit of stubbornness from arteta with the tactics like with both your wingers getting um like double guarded essentially instantly like I don't know that keeping Zinchenko in there to overload the midfield necessarily helped. Like he almost needed Tierney to then make that overlapping run to mm-hmm. try and give Martinelli a little more space and stuff. So I think just, you know, from top to bottom, it was just not Arsenal's day. And, um, you know, it happens. Like we're going to lose games even yeah. if we do win the title at the end of it. So, and it's that bummer, race yeah. is still on, but, you know. A bummer that this has to count as one of the losses against, you know, one of the lowest teams in there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, but Everton, like, if they keep playing this way, they're surviving for sure. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, we had them in our bottom three a week ago, and I'm, like, yeah. looking at I'm like, I don't know now. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, like definitely rethinking some things. Um, yeah. What did you think of the Zinchenko, Malpe, little <laughs> tussle at the end there? Because to me, that was the most exciting part. Besides Tarkowski, it had yeah. to be Tarkowski besides that moment. Oh my um, gosh. Th- that whole Zinchenko thing was, you know, probably a bit of frustration, but also Malpe does that. Like, that's what he that's does. And, like, you got to know he's going to do that. Yeah, and I think that's, like, it, it, you watch him kind of around other Arsenal players that have played against him, and they kind of just brush him off. Like, they know that's his game. I think Zinchenko... Uh, gets a little bit maybe frustrated or um, 
I don't know. Yeah, I guess frustrated as like the game goes on and Arsenal aren't winning. So he's like making, trying to make things happen mm-hmm. and, and, you know, rile up the team sort of thing. And then you have Melpe just come over here and just kind of, kind of egg you on a little bit and definitely trying to bait you into it. But, <laughs> you know, um, it, it, like some people are saying he should have, Malpe should have got a red card for bringing Zinchenko down. Like, I don't think we need all that. It like, was pretty, it was pretty like light. That was, yeah. yeah. It was I mean, silly, but it wasn't like full of malice. And, it, but that, and that's just his game. Like he's right. the same guy that, that hurt Bern Leno, which, you know, got Emmy Martinez oh, into the team. Right. So that is true. Argentina can thank him for, for starting that whole domino effect. But that's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it was nothing to like. I don't know, be up in arms about for me. It was just like typical, mm-hmm. <laughs> typical, typical action from him. Um, that finger yeah, pointing think- match though was sweet, man. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, it was one of those like, I'm not touching you, but like, I really want to, and like both of them <laughs> just like finger in the face, and I, I, I was but, like, come on, someone do it. I love when he's on the ground, just like. <laughs> Like smiling back and forth, like I'm getting them. See, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, so dumb. Um, fun game as a neutral, but uh, I-, I won't lie Although, to you, I was not up. I do got to say, yeah, to like, I'm waking up at 4:30 a.m. and then to like start my day with a loss, Dude. it's a little bit rough. <laughs> yeah, man. You haven't had a lot of those. That was only the second one, right? Yeah, and to do that at four thirty in the morning—that's yeah, it's, it's a rough way to wake up. Yeah, I can tell. I can tell right now. You're just kind of like, uh, like, why did I get up for that game already? We're a day, we're yeah. a day later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, let's let's can we just drop right into the Man U game because I'm all about the fight. Sure, sweet. Yeah. Uh, shout outs to Crystal Palace for never really giving up and showing fight the entire game. Yeah, for real. Yeah, they they. I mean, went down with a early goal, which is never part of the plan. But it was a handball. It's like, yeah, it was a rough. But it was a handball, though. Like, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, not the ideal way to start the game, but yeah, they they kept pushing all game, and um, you know, I, I think when you make a game like that a little bit more spicy and physical, it kind of plays into to the losing team's hand a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um. And then nearly made the comeback, honestly. So, so we'll we'll call Arsenal the best team in the league right now because mm-hmm. points don't lie. Is Man United the second best team in the league? Um, yeah, I'd say probably. Like, I think your other argument could be Newcastle, but again, they just they draw so much. Like, they can't get the wins out of the games. Where Man U is like getting yep. those wins. Yep. So yeah, United's on a on a good run for sure, but um hey, you know, I'll take another Rashford goal for fantasy points. I know. Man, he's on a tear, dude. 10 yeah. 10 and 10. 10 in his last 10. Um, I think so, yeah. Something like that. It's got to be up there. Um I'll, I'll double check that as we move forward, but uh the Casemiro choke. <laughs> that was one of the stranger things we've seen this season. I yeah. don't I don't think that would have happened if Anthony wasn't the recipient of being pushed. I think that was a national team mm. I'm standing up okay. for for yeah. my guy. 
because mm-hmm. he had no reason to like no yeah be like completely involved but involved that heavily yeah that was the I was I was like why is he doing that like and, and he definitely grabbed uh oh I, I don't I don't remember who he grabbed um I'll, I'll look at the statue but he grabbed like his collar uh, and I think it was was it Hughes? I think it was Hughes. Yeah, Hughes sounds right. Yeah, he grabbed his collar and then just like migrated his hands to like this, yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't like it didn't look like he was gripping him. They were just no. around his neck. I think it was more of like a kind of a push um, motion, I guess. But like, then it just happens to be yeah. around the neck. <laughs> <laughs> then it came so, together. Because I mean, even like after the fight, kind of. You know, calms down. Um, Casemiro and and Hughes are kind of you know hugging it out, like pats on the back, like yeah, we're we're cool. Yeah, uh, I think I think that was one of those situations where slow mo makes everything yeah. look worse. Um, no, yeah. I'm not giving him an excuse because like you you can't do that. <laughs> like no, no, no. if I were to go do that on the street right now, I'd be in jail. So like yeah, and that's the thing with those those big tussles. Like you slow mo it, you. You know, look over every frame. Yeah. You can find something That's in there for right. for everyone. For everyone. Like, that one just looked the worst. Yeah, I mean, yeah, hands to you know throat or face is just you're kind of asking for it, especially in the VAR yeah. era. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> so. surprised with how that went down. I was just, I think from the first angle that I saw, I was like, that was it because it happened yeah. so fast and like, and then like the I, I sent you the 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 freeze frame, which I think will be our podcast episode picture, where it's just like his yeah. face was like deer in headlights. <laughs> like, what is he doing? <laughs> Grabbing my neck? Um, yeah, I mean, it's it added to the excitement for sure. Oh, I, I love games like this. There's been all, all the sports I've been watching right now have been so feisty and just like. Mm. You never know what's going to happen. I don't know. You haven't been watching a lot. If you haven't been watching basketball, there were two crazy fights this week. Oh, really? One yeah. guy elbowed someone in the balls, and then he threw the Ooh. ball at him. And that was really Ooh. sweet. And then another guy was on a he was on his team's bench, and he, he told another player on the court saying, like, you were better in high school than you are now. And then a freaking <laughs> brawl broke out. It was crazy. Um, and then they like chased each other down the locker room tunnels. It was, it was oh like, I, I love drama. NBA <laughs> yeah. seems to have the most of it, but like to see it kind of coming off and, and, and footy, like yeah, with, with two red cards this week, uh, two red cards, yeah, two red cards this yeah. weekend. Um, I don't know. It's fun. I like it. I just <laughs> like, I just like I, when, when players at the end of the games are dapping each other up, which I understand at the end of the day, they're players. They can be friends, but like, mm. I love when teams hate each other. Like, hate, like I, I fucking hate you. I want to, like, for sure, yeah. Get as close to I can to not going to jail, but like, I'm going to wreck you on this field. And then, like, you leave it on the field, but you can still take that same energy with you. Yeah. Um, you just don't see that anymore. So to see, like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not condoning Casemiro, but to see him put his hands around another person's neck. Again, yeah. they made buddies afterwards, blah blah blah. But this Zinchenko and Malpe situation, like that, is going to stick around. Oh yeah, I mean, it, it, those like, I think I think what you said with this being just the Brazilian connection added to I it, so. and like Anthony himself, I think kind of embellishes it because once he hear, like sees things popping off, he jumps up right away. Oh, like, you know, oh, so like it, it probably didn't need to escalate like that. Um, but again, like, like we've kind of talked about before, with even you know the managers being more animated and stuff. Like, 
that can fire up your team and yeah. you know got crystal palace back into it granted they had a, a man advantage but you know it's... which which shout outs uh Shloop has earned nomination for goal of the week Oh yeah, yeah. I I honestly don't think there's anyone else. I don't have anyone else. So uh, can we agree <laughs> right now that he wins goal of the week? Yeah, I mean to so casual. There's like little side foot out awesome. outside of the foot flick. Like it, it's like he wasn't even trying, and he I just. Know. It's awesome, <laughs> but it looks so good. It looks cool. Yeah, I was I was all for it. I can't believe it. Like it went like the trajectory of the ball just like like zipped into the goal and that was yeah. Yeah, that was that was really sweet um can we can we segue this game because uh, uh, we're talking about anthony how you just pop right back up can we segue this to the newcastle and west ham yeah okay so joe willick with that first goal that that wasn't oh, allowed uh man. in the first 35 seconds of the game mm-hmm. he got a knock at the 22nd mark had a little limp Did you see this um just briefly like i just watched the highlights so oh they showed a little bit but. dude he he gets knocked. He's like, I was like, oh, he's going to get taken out of the game. Like, I was like, he doesn't look good. Got the ball back, scored 15 seconds later, and then sprinting to the other side to celebrate. And I'm just like, come on. Like, are you serious? Yeah. How do they feel okay with it deep down? See, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, especially in that situation, like, just start of the game, you don't necessarily want to give your, your coaching staff any um i don't know any Worry. reason to maybe sub you out early mm-hmm. right like so i don't know maybe he did just you know feel a little a little sore but not really that sore and then you know once you get the adrenaline of scoring and celebrating it dude it's like it, 10 seconds later no i i, I think he was totally faking. faking it because when he got the ball back he cut so hard to the left on his like shimmy shake like pump, mm-hmm. he, he like dropped his shoulder, lost the defender, cut right, and then just banged it in. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, the ball went out. Um, yeah, you know, right before that. But I was just like, come on! I was like, what a faker. <laughs> um, but then they score two minutes later on an awesome through ball. That was nice. Uh, that was really nice. really pretty. And then Newcastle has to put them away. That's what I'm saying. You know, like, I know we talked about top four and everything, but, like, look, I got the list right here. They got ten draws now. Is that is that league leading? It's gotta uh, be. Yeah, yeah. Your next closest is... Don't tell Brentford me. With, oh. Brentford with six. Nine. Oh, they have nine? <laughs> wow. Yeah, but, so, but I mean... For Brentford, I, that's great. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For Brentford, that's great, and, like... I, I, I don't know. I think clearly Newcastle still has some some pieces in their in their squad makeup to uh, change. Because yeah. Um, yeah, I mean you you you've got the most clean sheets. You've allowed the fewest goals. Defensively, you're doing great. Yeah. Even attacking is generally pretty good. Like they're, you're getting they're lacking goals. midfield. They're lacking something. And and this could have been a Bruno effect. But even with Bruno in the game, he's not he's yeah. not changing these score lines um no he's yeah helping, i think but but like if you convert just you know half of those to um wins mm-hmm. then instead of at, at 40 points Ooh. you know you're maybe at 55 and then you're top of the table wow you know? like what's our arsenal's at 50 right yeah yeah so i mean like yeah. yes you're having a good season especially considering 
where Newcastle has been in recent years, but um, clearly still, you know, plenty of room to grow and 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 just build a, a better team. But they're on a good trajectory, so. Yeah, and then West Ham, you know, kudos to them, never giving up. But Newcastle, that was their game to win, and for whatever reason, they decided not to. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, the the defending for uh, Paquita, Paqueta, what, I don't know. I think I in, yeah, everyone from every different country has a different <laughs> saying for his name. Yeah. The announcer but definitely like, said Paqueta. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. We're going Paqueta. Yeah, we'll roll <laughs> I'm going it. Paqueta, at least. But... Um, yeah, the defending for his goal was just terrible. Like yeah. they just let the ball fly through and let the guy take a touch and then shoot. And it's like, who's on the guy? He's a back post. Someone should be there. <laughs> if we had to choose celebrations for the week, he wins this week. Did yeah. You see it? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, it was pretty. I don't know. It was a pretty sweet flip. I was like, oh, I didn't know he could. I didn't, I didn't know he had that in him. That's honestly I feel like. I feel like a lot of these guys go home and, you know, after training, they got the rest of the day. It's like, let me learn how to flip real quick. <laughs> yeah, what are, they, what are they practicing this? And if they ever did this on the pitch, their coach would probably be like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Yeah, the, the, like, medical team is like, please don't flip. Stop. Like, you do that wrong one time and it can be <laughs> devastating. Like, <laughs> Neck snapping, please stop right now, Paqueta. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I got nothing more there. Um, but speaking of injury, mm-hmm. God, our segues there are just beautiful. Moving right through, man. Segway to Brentford and Southampton. Um, mm-hmm. Ben Mee's head clash on his goal-scoring opportunity. Not saying I would have been a great soccer player in my life, but that is a main reason why I was never gung-ho to go up for headers. Because, yeah, fair. oh my lord. That looked miserable. Oh yeah, I mean any any of those ones like that one the uh, oh it hurts my head. Jimenez and and David Luiz like oh. those things are scary and it, you know you you see it in American football and stuff like guys that get hit real hard in the head and like they're out and they have dude yeah you it's... know protective gear and these guys are out here with nothing and oh, so like every little hit is just terrible. I watched but. it in slow-mo, I watched it in high speed, and every time I cringed, it, I, I almost cringed more for the defender that was on him because... Yeah, I think he, he got it worse. He went to his knees and just, like, grabbed his head and looked like he was in pure shock. And, like, oh, head injuries freak me out so much. But great goal, towered over great him. Power header. Dude. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so shout outs. If we're gonna do a player of the week this week, can we just make it the Burnley Bros and do Dice, Tarkowski, and me? I like it. Yeah, because I didn't really have anyone. I didn't so. either. But I'm like the fact that the Burnley brothers uh, came together, both had goals, and their old coach got his first yeah. win with Everton. That's pretty sweet. That's a good like, you know. I, I don't Burnley see anyone Bros. else. The Burnley Bros, man. I, I don't see anyone else <laughs> super deserving. If anything, it probably would have been uh, Neves with the Wolves or Saw. But I, I think context yeah. there for Everton getting the win and, and me uh, kind of putting that defense on his back and just being the old man. I mean, besides Tiago Silva, me is, I got to say, probably one of the oldest starting center backs in the league right now. I know there's probably some around his age, but like nothing 
nothing's yeah, just... shouting out to me saying there's someone older. I think uh Dunk think is Tim... up there. Oh, Tim Ream. Ream. Okay, Ream is thirty five, I believe. Yeah. So, you know, but yeah, I mean Ben Me I think is right around there too. Um I don't know, Willie Bully he's Ooh, been around funny. a long time, but I don't know if he's actually older or if he's just been in the league for a while. I wanna um, say I wanna say Bully's thirty one. Um just off the top of my head. But uh, again, I'm not saying he is the oldest. I'm just saying he's a dude that's been around and the fact he's leading this team of youngsters. Uh oh, yeah. Bully's thirty two. Leading this team of youngsters into the limelight and, and with that victory I mean three nil, uh put him away. Put him yeah, away. And I get it's Southampton, but they put him away. Uh sitting seventh right now, one spot out of uh Europa and only Six points down from Tottenham, like, and they have a game. They have a game to go. They're one game down, okay, so they yeah. could potentially be sitting at thirty-five points uh, after this next week. And I mean, that's fifteen away from the top of the table. Yeah, I mean that's that's a great spot, you know. For uh, I think what this is only their second season, second uh, since getting promoted. So yeah. like, you're doing great. You're you're surviving clearly, and you know any. Um, spending they're doing they're doing it wisely and you know just making the right picks like yeah ben me is i mean you've seen him for years at burnley before this and between him and tarkowski back there like it was hard to break them down and now we're kind of seeing that it was like well together they were great like separately they can still kind of bring that same organization and like defensive mm-hmm like just wall <laughs> the combos of Tarkowski and Cody and Pinnock and, and me are like, I think coaches love that. So, Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Shout outs to Brentford for keeping the dream alive. And when Tony doesn't have to score, that's always a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, didn't watch the game live and, but saw the gulp, uh, the uh, final result and assumed Tony would be on the, the score mm-hmm. sheet. And I was surprised to not see him there, but then, yep. You know, that's kind of a good sign of, like, a, a functioning team to get goals from multiple players and from all parts of the, the, the pitch, like, not just relying on Tony to to provide anything because then if he has off day, well, you know, you're out of luck. So, yeah, they're, he, they're making good moves. He was still able to flirt. I mean, he was pulling – in these types of games, I like to describe him as having gravity. He was mm-hmm. pulling defenders to him, which allowed everyone else to flourish. Um, when he tries to do sure. to, when he tries to do too much, you know those defenders are already on him. Where he doesn't dish the ball off. So you know this is, a, I think this is a team chemistry thing that they've built mm-hmm. up, and now they're, I mean, I would love to be in their spot right now. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so perfect segue. I'm here to here I'm, I'm here to vent, Chad. I'm here to I'm here cool. to cool. Yeah, let it out. Like you said at the top of the show, it's it's therapy right now. So. Know, it's time to crack. It's time to crack. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're going to need it for this one. <laughs> the Wolves, Chad. The Wolves. How many goals the Wolves have scored this year? <sighs> mm, low teens. <laughs> Before... Yesterday, they had twelve. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> they scored twenty-five percent of their goals against us. 
<laughs> They've played 20 games. Yeah, that's... Uh... We're awful. <laughs> I, had, I had someone say to me this past week, my team is terrible. And I was like, they're not terrible. I'm like, they're learning. They're growing. Mm-hmm. We've done all that. We, we have grown. We have learned. Yeah. We have won. Yeah. Now we're terrible. Yeah. Um, it It's hard to know what to say now. Like, because um, we kind of, like every week, right? It, it's what, not always this bad, but um, it's it's been bad. Like, I got some I got some stats for you, Chad. Oh, good, good, given me. Liverpool now has more losses this season than in the past three seasons combined. I too wrote that down. <laughs> Thanks. Glad we can both be here to share this information with the world. Um, who's the top leading goal scorer for Liverpool this year? Did you write this one down too for twenty twenty three? Just twenty three? Yeah. Have you scored any goals? <laughs> Our top goal scorer is Wout Fizz from Leicester with two. <laughs> no way! <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I'm almost crying, Jada. Um, that's, that's a great deal for Liverpool. I mean, wow. Spend nothing on the guy and... <laughs> Embarrassing. That's our uh, that's our only victory, I believe. Um Sheesh. Yeah, the last last six, I guess the last five of the 2023 season, we went win, loss, loss, draw, loss. Um, I put this kid up here because we no longer want Jude. We fucking need Jude. Need. <laughs> like, we want Jude. We fucking need Jude. We Please. need him. Because um, watching Klopp turn around after the... I think it was the second goal the Wolves had. I don't know. I kind of blacked out. Honestly, I was yeah. just like, we're fucked. Like, I think I went downstairs at the 60th minute and said, like, I'm going to start writing my paper because that is more yeah. exciting than this game right now. <laughs> um, Klopp turned around and was super animated to Henderson and, and Milner. And Milner and Henderson were just, like, arms crossed like this, just looking at Klopp. Like, yeah, what do you mm. want us to do about it? We're, we're freaking 37 and 34 years old, and we're not even yeah. in this game. And, like, it, it, at this point, like, put them in there. Like, if we're going to lose 3-0, yeah. like, why not have your senior guys on the team who can at least, like, I don't know. Well, that's that's kind of what I was... Shout at them gonna, a little bit more? Yeah, I was going to kind of, like, ask you about it. I was like, clearly someone or multiple people need to step up and, like kind of lead this team kind of um you know make i don't know step up and do something like it it it's not happening right now clearly like van dyke's a big loss in the back for sure um you know sala's had an off year but he's also not really had his normal strike partnership up top so like i get it and the midfield has like been the problem area for liverpool for a little bit now like it's been known and Granted, there's the whole ownership deal going on, so like money's not getting spent when they desperately need it. But like, someone's got to get in this team, and I, like one of the players, like not Klopp, has to just like step up and I don't know, like get people to throw together a decent performance. <laughs> like, I'm, I, I, I'm worried Klopp is not going to make it through this season. Not not because. I think of a firing. I think he's just, he just might see like 
ooh, like this is not going. Yeah. This is not going to go upwards. And and maybe that's a big reason why he didn't spend anything. Maybe he told management saying, "Hey, like, I think this is my. This could be my. I hope not." Mm-hmm. Um, but just after watching this, like abysmal performance um granted no diaz no conate no jota yeah. no firmino no van Dijk. yeah the injury list is long like, sucks and like a lot of those guys would be playing especially firmino who's having a fantastic start to this year um yeah. i don't know it's pretty it's pretty awful to watch yeah i mean um you know it's it's definitely a rough year for liverpool but you want to try and manage that a little bit so like you don't scare Klopp away. You don't scare players away. Like some of these players will just age out and that's fine, but you also need to show a little bit of uh, maybe not progress every year, but you know, at least a little bit of stability, right? Where it's like, you know, when, when Arteta came into Arsenal squad's kind of a mishmash of old young players and and just like not the players he wanted but like you know they bottomed out at, at eighth which is like not where Arsenal want to be but it's it's not a terrible spot right like the performances for the most part were okay or you could at least see what Arteta was trying to get the team to do right whereas like I feel like Liverpool this season is just uh it, it's kind of hard to say though because there are so many injuries so like we don't know exactly what liverpool would have been this season bro i feel like i'm in therapy right now <laughs> and how does that make you, you see you just need stability in your life <laughs> well but, but i mean yeah like i'm not disagreeing in any way it's like it's just comical yeah. at this point to see our leading goal scorer a month into the 2023 season it's from a player from another team. Yeah. From own goals. Like what? Yeah. How? How? I just, that's what I'm saying. Like Henderson or Milner and like the older guys, just you got to band together and I don't know, have the, the emergency, like come together meeting that you hear about teams Clo- doing and closed door locker room session. Yeah. Just like no coaches. Yeah. Like, like we, we don't need to be, the prolific Liverpool of past seasons right now, but we can at least beat the freaking Wolves. Like, not allow them to score three goals on you, too. I mean, come on. <laughs> Seeing Ruben Neves score that third goal and, and knowing that oh, was a target was for bad. them, like, I, I mean, that was awesome run. Like, well, yeah, 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 good goal, but like the defending on that was just, oh, everyone just let them run through. Oh. <laughs> It was, yeah, it was pretty bad. It, it, it's especially knowing that we wanted him at some point and we almost made zero push to go get him during the transfer yeah. window, um, which I bet, you know, price might have been steep, but mm-hmm. uh, what are we doing? We're not doing it. We didn't do anything. Yeah. Like, and I mean, it was Gakpo and, and that's something we didn't necessarily need. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You just... There's there's no like good answer for this season. It's hope that Klopp sticks around because he wants to, and you know hope um, players don't get kind of scared off of Liverpool. Like you do want to get Jude Bellingham, but if he watches Liverpool this season and then like sees, I don't know, 
you know, morale low and all this stuff. And then, yeah, Man U and, City. you know, all these big teams that are going to be in for him. Like, you got to still entice him a little bit, which I guess you got the easy easy uh, selling point of, like, you're literally playing every single game. So, <laughs> I mean, he'd be the man. Yeah, it, for sure. So, which you it could work. Like, you know, then build the team around him and, you know, hopefully next year injuries don't creep up again like this year but you got to be able to manage that a little bit better too i think like your your depth can't be so such a big gap that you lose key players and then now this is your season we didn't even spend that much i mean like we didn't do we didn't really do much this whole last year yeah so it's just you know nunez was the big one which has been you know a letdown um Mm -hmm. A letdown. Yeah, that's to say it really nicely. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop right there. Uh, I don't know. Shout outs to women's Liverpool because they won this weekend, and I want to know. I want to. I want to know, know what that feels like. <laughs> um. Yeah, we can move on. I. I you feeling a little bit better? Like. Yeah, I feel. I feel okay. I just need to vent a little. Champions League in a week and a half. Maybe yeah. we just go all in on that because. I mean, this I mean, is a wash because not even a wash. It's not going to end well. So let's go all out there. Yeah, I mean, at this point, like, clearly the league is over, right? You're not going to win it. Like, you're shooting for Champions League positions at this point. Um, that almost feels too far gone. It is a little bit of a gap, but... <laughs> you never know, but... But, yeah. I mean, that being the case, like, yeah, why not just... If you're gonna rally the guys around something, have it be Champions League and like, you know, it, it, wolves, the wolves, Chad, yeah. the wolves. Well, hopefully this was the wake up call. <laughs> I feel like we've said that for a few weeks, no, but like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I thought Brighton was the wake up call, or uh, the Wolves when they barely beat them in the cup, or the draw, the, the Brighton. Remember the Brighton loss when they lost three 0 against yeah. Brighton? I thought that was the one. Yeah, well, Brighton's flying high these days, so. Yeah. Okay, let's. I'm good. I'm good. Okay, we, let's we, let's go into the Brighton game then. Yeah, segue, uh, segue. Because if if Liverpool do want to spend money, they should look at Matoma. That guy, hmm. four goals and five matches since the new year. Hmm. I know they got a lot of attackers already, but like, <laughs> why not one not more? <laughs> yeah, this guy's healthy, so. <laughs> <laughs> Why not just one more? Um, yeah, he's pretty awesome. Yeah, he scores he's, with his feet. He scores with his head. He, he puts the ball where he wants. Dribbles too. Yeah, he he's just he's a force to be reckoned with, and and so far he's doing it against all the teams he comes up against. You know, and uh, I mean that's kind of Brighton as a whole right now. They they've been pretty exciting to watch, and I think this game they probably struggled more than they should have, but. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you can get a win out of the games where you're struggling, then you're doing pretty good. Potter must be kicking himself, right? <laughs> I don't know. He's probably getting paid a lot more than he was at Brighton, so he might be okay. <laughs> I remember. I remember he said, you know, not it's not about the money; it's about the legacy. I'm like, dude, well, the legacy of Brighton right now is looking pretty yeah. sweet, especially this year when he could have played it out. And it, it yeah. makes me wonder if their coach is. Um, it just makes me wonder what he is either doing differently than Potter or he's literally doing the exact same thing that Potter <laughs> installed in this team to where he doesn't have to do much. 
Yeah. Um, we don't know. I mean, there's no way of really knowing. Yeah. Think. And I, and I think you, I think the method of coaching it probably gets a little bit different between a a team at Brighton's level and a team at Chelsea's level, like historically, at their levels. Whereas mm-hmm. like Brighton players are, you know, kind of your 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 dunks where like they're older but have been there and are experienced, or like your kind of younger up and coming ones like the Matomas and um, March. the. Uh, March and like Trossard when he was there, like he was there for a few years and um, you know kind of grew each season. So like I think it's probably easier to maybe motivate and maybe even coach those kind of teams where it's like you're always kind of punching up and True. it's it, it's kind of easy to get that like underdog mentality. Whereas like at Chelsea, you got guys coming in for like stupid money and making stupid money. So like you got the ego now to deal with. I don't know. I, maybe he's not cut out for like the big top team kind of jobs. Like he doesn't have that kind of coaching ability. Okay. So hypothetically, Chelsea says, yeah, no, we're not doing this Potter thing. We're mm-hmm. getting Mourinho in here next year. Which, would it surprise you? <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. Um, no, I don't think so. I mean... I think it'd be pretty sweet. I mean... <laughs> imagine Mourinho back at Chelsea again? Like, Mourinho, as he's gotten older, has gotten just, like, even more, like, funny. And uh, he's almost like everyone's, like, uncle now, right? Just, like... <laughs> Did you see? Like, <laughs> sorry, did you see he made his team take a picture after they lost? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like he's he's he used to be the mind games kind of guy, and now he's just like pure vibes kind of guy, and like <laughs> does whatever he wants at this point. And I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I feel like with uh, a Todd Bowley there spending money, like someone will put in his ear of like yo Mourinho was here and he won us a, a league and a champions league and stuff and it's like oh yeah let's get that guy then <laughs> or Conte hmm. oh I know right because I could see Conte going there too if this whole Tottenham I, thing isn't going to work I really feel like Conte's next stop is going to be Juventus wouldn't surprise me, but also I think it would depend on what Chelsea are willing to throw at him. If they're saying yeah. two years championship and you can bounce again. Yeah. So that's what... Well, I mean, honestly, I think any top manager would be okay with going to Chelsea because like, they see what they're spending. So you can kind of go in and be like, these are the players I want. And they say, got them. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, I don't know. Conte... Okay. Mourinho. That's that's all just hypotheticals for Potter yeah. not being there. Now, mm-hmm. Potter, if he doesn't end up at Chelsea next year, mm-hmm. we talked about him, you know, being that Brighton type of manager. What team do you think he could possibly jump to who's maybe a Brighton-like team? Uh, you know, I, I'm, looking, I'm looking just down the, the table here. To see yeah. what managers are kind of locked in, and I, I, uh, I feel like if if Jesse Marsh doesn't work at Leeds, the Potter experiment good. could happen there. Uh, do you have uh, a nomination? Um, I was kind of looking at Leicester. Like they've mm. definitely been better than they they started the season, but um, 
I don't. I still don't think Rogers is like fully on board. He looked <laughs> happy, Ross. He looked happy on this game, but yeah, you're right. He's looking happier, but I mean, I think he was really hoping to get fired and just take his severance pay and move on. But um, yeah, a, a Leeds, a Leicester. Um, I think those two would be your your best options. Maybe like a West Ham, like because they should be better than they are right now. And um, hmm. see, okay, know. okay, we're gonna make put it in put it in pen, pen and ink. Potter leaves Chelsea. He goes to mm-hmm. Leeds. Marsh. He comes and coaches United States national team. Mm-hmm. Rogers goes to Tottenham. Conte goes to Chelsea. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I didn't really want an answer. But I'm just saying, like, if, yeah. if, if we're talking hypotheticals on who's going to move around, I don't see Rodgers going to a team that's in the bottom right now. He's never done that. No. So yeah. that's what would throw I, me off, rather than Potter, who's been at the bottom and like worked his way up every year. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of why I was like Leicester, West Ham, where it's like they're not necessarily bottom teams. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, they generally perform better than they have this season. So, like, they have good parts. Um, but, I mean, Leeds, I think, is probably your probably your most exciting prospect out of those. So young. Yeah, young, like, full of energy. And they just, they have a lot of uh, potential, I guess. And, and, like, Potter was able to get a lot out of those Brighton players. So, mm-hmm. he probably could but do that with the Leeds team as well. How many leagues below Premier League is Wrexham right now? I, I see. I know we're like on spoiler alert because I've tried. I've been trying not Very to low. watch them. <laughs> Very low. Like so, it's uh, Premier League. Yep. Championship, League One, League Two, National League. Where they're at, I think they're still there. I think that's where it goes. Yeah. So i don't uh, yeah i don't really follow them too closely either just because like i want the show to be a little bit of a yeah surprise (laughs) surprise yeah um but as far as i've heard from just watching that like fa cup they are doing well this Mm -hmm. season so they've got a long way to go for sure but um it's cool to see their name though cool cool to see them up there um okay we have touched on everything but the forest leads game which, eh, okay game for I mean, me. Yeah, I think the highlight there is just Kaylor Navas has a, a good debut. It's cool to see him in Premier League. Yeah, yeah, I think as as much as the Chelsea transfers got talked about, like the Kaylor Navas one was probably one of the best, smartest ones that it w- was made during January. <laughs> it, it, the fact he wanted to go there yeah. is what makes that so much cooler and like motivating for that team to see a guy who's... Yeah. You know, just been around. That guy's been a, he's been around for a long time and like done oh, yeah. something at the highest of levels. So yeah, um, and I mean, it'll, it'll be interesting to see when Dean Henderson comes back. If yeah, I don't think he'll play. Like I don't think he'll get in unless Navas like starts to fall off a cliff. Yeah, then it, it'll probably switch. But I mean, Dean Henderson's been good, but you're no Kaylor Navas. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, Leeds kind of disappointed. I was really hoping they'd come out. Yeah, like, but it it kind of looked like like more of the same, which you know, run down, get to the opponent's penalty box, 
I don't know. What do we do with it? All yeah. right, that's it. <laughs> yeah, they need. I, you know, they need more. I think they'll hang on, but like, yeah, I thought they would maybe draw Forest. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Bottom of the table is just going to get real spicy here, especially with Everton coming alive. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's already tight, and then. I mean, yeah, West Ham's draw today was big, but, you know, it, it's... Uh, Leeds might be in trouble. Yeah, it's just so tight at the bottom there. Leeds might be in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Southampton, I feel like, made good signings in January, so if they can get them up and running pretty quickly, then... And the Wolves aren't... Uh, the Wolves should no. be in 15th. Yeah, for sure. Wolves have a better squad than 15th, for sure. But. Oh, my God. It's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tottenham City? Tottenham City. Um, Bogey team for City. I Just... thought Tottenham was going to lose, even though they were winning. For Did you? Yeah, man. I just classic classic Tottenham bottle. Can I, can I give you a stat? Oh, please do. <laughs> So since Tottenham have built this new stadium, Man City's played them there five times. Okay. Never won. Get out of here. They've taken 84 shots, never scored a goal. That's insane. (laughs) So Tottenham at home is truly the bogey team for City. (laughs) That's, I'm sorry, how many games? Five matches at the new stadium, no wins. Any draws? draws. Okay. I don't know about, but definitely no out and out wins. And then yeah, eighty-four total shots, zero goals. That's that's <laughs> pretty ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, and and you know, so five matches. So that's at the stadium's been there. I don't know, two, three years at this point. Mm-hmm. Like the city teams of past seasons have been just as good if not better than this team like for sure and to to be shut out and not get one win in there like oh have they scored yo <laughs> no 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. cool your jets <laughs> not even one that's crazy not even one yeah where'd you Why? see that stat as uh, one of the the opto stats that i'd like follow on twitter what the hell that is ridiculous <laughs> yeah <laughs> i had no idea that that was the type of uh yeah mental block that city has been having at that stadium wow i, I now i'm going to be paying attention to whenever they go there because that is mm-hmm. fascinating uh yeah i mean uh, tottenham was the better team today i i don't know if they're yeah, the better yeah, team yeah. by much but they were yeah, better like I didn't think they looked like for sure winners at any point, but um, I mean, City I think just couldn't really get into their flow and, and no couldn't. Grief. Yeah, they they couldn't really get anything going. Which I mean, to be fair, Tottenham was committing a lot of fouls. Like Grealish got fouled seven oh, times. Yeah, a ton. He was getting so mad. like I get that it, maybe that was part of their strategy of just like stop the game as much as possible and ruin the flow and all that, which. Is I guess a fair enough strategy. Like teams do it, but yeah, I mean, you would think this city team could get something going. Um, Holland had 
zero touches in the penalty box. <laughs> so okay, my my thing about Holland right now is he needs to mm-hmm. get the ball and go. He he, you know, they've yeah. been, he's been trying to find so many headers where he dishes the off like give and go style. I want to see him take the ball and say, "I'm I'm gonna push little kids off of me and yeah. get to." either inside the 18, outside the 18, wherever he's got to go, he, he can physically get there. For some reason, mm-hmm. he doesn't want to do that. On one specific play. Go ahead. I, I was going to say, I think it's being coached that way. I think it is too. I think Pep's like, like sometimes managers will get this little thing of, you know, this is how the game will work. We do this play, we will score. And like, I think that's what we're seeing where it's always, you know, Holland kind of floats in the the middle to the back posts and they cross it in for him to head it or kick it in. And like, granted it has worked 25 times or whatever we're at now. But um, yeah, like I I saw a few times this game, even where he starts to make really good runs and just either people don't see him or they just ignore the run. But like the dude has got, the pace and the physicality to get that ball, bring it down and at least get a threatening shot off. And they just, they aren't feeding him. Pep has always had short strikers mm-hmm. who need to do give and go style plays. Um, yeah. Granted, not a lot of managers have had a six foot five striker. You have Zlatan, you have, Balotelli, who wasn't six five, but still a very you know big striker. Yeah. Um, you have Mario Gomez, Mario Gomez from uh, mm-hmm. Bayern way back in the Bayern. day. Yeah. Um, you know we have you, there's dudes out there who played this position. Um, hell, we'll go Peter Crouch. Do you think Peter yeah. Crouch was doing give and goes, or do you think he was already sitting there like waiting, saying, "Get me the ball"? I understand, very different player, different style yeah, yeah. of pace, but I'm just saying like. You have to play around the player sometimes and not the system. Mm-hmm. And Pep has always had a system where, you know, it's tiki-taka. It's we're going to go ping, 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 ping yeah. and, and find you rather than, hey, use your brute force to straight up just like plow through people. Yeah. I, I think he's struggling to find a balance between that now because um, like I think this game especially, they clearly still want to do their like tiki-taka pass it all the way up sort of thing which is cool but like they're doing it too slow now yeah whereas like they're especially a team like tottenham where it's like when they're defending they defend like a pretty tight block and if you give them time to all get back and get in position then breaking that down is almost impossible so like finding the balance of the quick passes but then knowing that holland is he's making that run like he's always going to make the run do a, I don't know, quick couple passes on the sides or through the middle and then just feed them. Like, mm. it doesn't have to be this work it all the way up and, you know, get the perfect cross in every time. Just it's too the, much, let's say, too much work for what's trying to be, trying to happen. Yeah, just let the kid play. Let God. the, feed him the ball. And like you said, it's just going to run some kids over. <laughs> it's so easy. I, I mean, I, this is a while ago. I, that one game when like he did get the ball, he turned and he literally just like brushed off someone. It was like, yeah, comical. I'm like, we don't, I haven't seen that in a while. And, um, you know, he's hungry for it. He's got to be hungry for it. No world cup this year. He wants it. Um, I'm skeptical that there is a little bit of a Portuguese bias here. 
where we saw Cancelo have whatever happened there. We will probably never know. Bernardo mm-hmm. Silva wanted out. He, yeah. he didn't get let out. He started mm-hmm. today. I, nothing special from him. And I'm not surprised by that. I mean, we didn't see yeah. Gundogan play. All right, we saw Gundogan get subbed in at the 84th for Silva. And then uh, KDB get subbed in at the 60th minute. So, like, City wasn't playing their true 11, per yeah. se. Um, and they but were, why not? I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't I, I don't know why they did that. I don't know why today. Because Champions League is coming, I guess. Like, that would be my only thought. But I guess. Um, and they knew they weren't going to beat the Spurs at home. Now that we now that we kind of know the background, um, yeah. who do you think had more touches this game? Teams, yeah. Um, I feel like City probably still had more touches. Want to guess by how many? We'll go one fifty. Tottenham had. This this is gonna say a lot. Tottenham had four hundred and seventy eight touches, okay. which by average, most games we look at, I think if both teams are even, five fifty to six hundred is probably like yeah. a good fifty fifty game. City has seven hundred and forty six. So, City didn't really change much of what they do. No, no. Tottenham didn't really change much of what they do. Look at their heat map. It is yeah kind of silly looking. Uh, lots of red in their own goal box. Their their attacking end, I know I'm making hand gestures here, so the ones listening, it's, it looks like this on the offensive side, like a couple green spots like this. And then City's uh, uh, red spots are like this on the attacking side. Yeah. Fat, huge. So this was a game that City, again, like they controlled the game, at least in terms of touches, and did what they wanted with the ball. I think Tottenham had good discipline, but, you know, shout-outs for Sammy for seeing that frustration was coming from Romero. And I think we all kind of saw at least, like, yeah, someone might go down here. Um, Dude's pretty reckless. He's been reckless for weeks. So this was kind of long overdue. He's definitely made a handful of tackles where it's like he should have got a yellow and didn't. I know. And, I mean, this this game finally caught up with him, which is nice to see. About time. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's like, even for the goal that Kane scored, like, City's playing out of the back like they always do, but their pass choice for, like, three passes straight was just terrible. Like, you're passing to guys that are not only, like, under pressure because Tottenham's pressing you, but, like, they're pretty much covered. Like, you have a... They had a split second to make the pass, and then... I think it was Rodri that makes the final pass mm. to, uh, I don't know, it might have been Alvarez or someone. Um, but, like, the lane he passed through is already tight, and then Alvarez or whoever received the ball or um, was supposed to receive the ball is, like, clearly being closed down by um, Tottenham, like, right away. And you give the ball away there, you're pretty much giving away the goal. You know, you're right at the top of the box. I mean, just looking at the depth chart of what City did today, this team isn't, like, the strongest they've ever put out. No Stones, uh, you know, no no KDB or Gundogan to start, no Foden. So, like, they definitely are kind of... And then the double striker tandem of Alvarez and Holland. I understand why you'd want to do that because those are two young, good strikers. But 
I don't know. It kind of clusters what Holland is trying to do. So maybe he's trying to like, we, we haven't seen Holland be like the alpha. This is my team, which he easily yeah. could do that. And maybe that's because he's just, you know, just getting his footing in. And there's a lot of people that have been there already um, mm-hmm. been with that squad for a while, but man, if I were him, I'd be like, look at me. Like, yeah, he needs to I'm like huge. enter his, his Lawton era. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, Zlatan, peak Zlatan on this team would be stupid. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but like with the the whole like Cancelo thing that happened, I'm wondering if there's like a little bit more turmoil inside the squad mm-hmm. than we would have expected. Because, I mean, if he if his whole like Man City career fell apart over like four weeks, there's got to be other players that are frustrated, maybe not to the same extent, but... You say four weeks? I think, like, three days. Well, I mean... <laughs> I think this happened really fast. We heard, yeah, we heard it, nothing it about have, this. Yeah, Why know. weren't other teams, yeah. like, all of a sudden I woke up the next morning and go, Kinsella got transferred? Like, no one... I, 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 I don't know. We look at news pretty yeah. often. Did not see that one coming. Maybe it was a few weeks. Maybe it was, you know, he wasn't, I understand he wasn't in the starting lineup, but that happened like, maybe frustration built Mm -hmm. after a couple weeks, but he he didn't really give them a, like, an option. It seemed like from our side of things, it was just like, boom, it happened, it's done. Yeah, yeah. uh, it it was definitely out of nowhere for us, but, um, I mean, yeah, from, from like, from just that, happening like and then not starting De Bruyne today feels a little bit weird like I don't think you would necessarily save him for Champions League like was, outright like that was like, De Bruyne god it's, I feel like it's been so long since Premier League has happened but was it a couple of weeks ago by a couple like a week and a half ago when De Bruyne didn't show up for training because he was at he was somewhere else he was at like a birthday party or something but people thought he was injured do you remember this no. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll have to go back in my notes and, and kind of see what happened. But he missed training for a day, but apparently mm. he was away with family doing something. But now I'm like, was he really mm. with family or was he like, mm, I need some time away from this team because I don't yeah. like what's happening. <laughs> and Speculation. I mean, it, yeah, it, it could be one of those things where like, by all accounts, cities training and stuff is like pretty intense like pep is pretty intense whereas Mm -hmm. like as a younger player i I think you typically like that and um you know can work with it but i think as you maybe get older and let more experience like and have been at the club for a few years like it maybe just gets a little bit tiring and and you know and then you maybe act out and then pep doesn't start you for a few games and then here you are Joe Cancelo like <laughs> i got to leave i i can't do it here anymore i don't know but um i think that that Cancelo move shows there are definitely some cracks in that team that might be a little bit bigger than yep. we're, we're led yep. to believe yep. <laughs> yep i'm all for it uh shoutouts shoutouts Grealish though i think he, this is like kind of the few times i've watched him play i'm like oh like he exists on this team like he's actually like yeah he look he's still a really good player and yeah he's been um, looking better the the past few times i've seen him um i mean yeah i think they just they haven't really found that balance of how to play the style that pep wants to play and how to like mm. 
fully utilize Holland, which right. sounds crazy because he's already scored so much. But <laughs> let me have him. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, we do need to shout out Harry Kane though. Mm. With his goal today, mm. he joins the 200 Premier League uh, goals scored club. Do you know who's uh, above him? There's two above him. I do Sheer mm-hmm. and Rooney. Do you know how many goals they got? I don't, but I'm going to guess. <laughs> okay, go she- for it. <laughs> Sheer, Sheer's in first, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Kane is at two, 200, right? That's what it was. 200, 200. yeah. yeah, today, yeah. Uh, Shear's at 267. <laughs> that is one of the numbers, but not is for Rooney? this. <laughs> oh, what? I wonder where I saw 267. <laughs> uh, is that for one club? Yeah, so that's Kane. Newcastle? Uh, no, oh, it's Kane, with, Tottenham, uh, with Tottenham. Tottenham record. So, yeah, he also became Tottenham's record goal scorer today. So. But this is just strictly Premier League? Yeah. Hmm. Am I close? You are very close. Okay. Sheer is two. I'm just trying to put ages here. <laughs> two seventy-seven. Ah, no, you gotta go the other way. I thought so. Two fifty-six. <laughs> two sixty for sure. All right, all right. And Rooney, I think he has two thirty-nine. Two oh eight. Oh, only two oh eight. Only 208. So, I mean, Kane's 29 right now. I think he definitely passes Rooney. Yeah, for uh, sure. Maybe this season. Yeah, like, does he catch Shear? Probably, because what he's, if he, let's say he takes a uh, Ronaldo and Messi kind of like length of career, he's got another five, six, seven ish years no, in him get to get it. 60 goals. He like, should get it. I think so, especially if he does end up going to like a Man United or something. Yeah, um, I think he should meet that. And at at this point, like that might be kind of your your uh, career goal, right? Like trophies have not been a thing for you, um, right? <laughs> you you want to leave some sort of legacy. So like you already now Tottenham's record goal scorer, but like sixty goals while is a lot spread over you know another five six seven years mm-hmm. sounds doable and you know might be enough to kind of light that fire for that that last part of his career and uh now see th- him still perform th- this is just for all premier league players not not e- english nationalities right um i believe it's all premier league players okay okay i think so because I'm, I'm just thinking of like players who've had crazy seasons but like they weren't in the premier league for the you know entire rest okay uh how many years till holland breaks this record <laughs> five six good, uh, yeah already like 20 deep yeah uh, keep it consistent that's what uh geez. i mean hypothetically say he scores 30 this year that's 30 this year that's eight I seasons mean. That's pretty good. Well, I'm sorry. To 200, <laughs> that's six, six and a half seasons. I mean, yeah, yeah. So, Holland's definitely got it in him. If um, he stays for, you know. If he stays, yeah. Which, you know, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens with him. But today was not his day. No, that's a cool record, though. 200 goals for yeah, for anything. Yeah, um, yeah. shout-outs, Kane. Shout-outs. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, I don't know. Any other games that we need to talk about? No, we did so. it. We did it. Next game is Wednesday. Uh, Man U against Leeds. And yeah. then we got a weekend full of games. Um, hopefully a bounce back for Arsenal. And it would be nice if Liverpool can get a little bounce back. <laughs> they play Everton next Monday. So another trap game should be fun. I, I, it's at home, though, for Liverpool, which I think will they've be in always, their favor. They've always done so. well against Everton at home. Such a fun game. Like, But if they yeah. lose that game, oh, boy. Panic. <laughs> Absolute panic mode. <laughs> Not looking forward to it. Uh, yeah. West Ham, Chelsea. Okay, okay. Southampton, Wolves. Fun fight for the bottom. Okay. Uh, Leicester, Tottenham. I smell upset. Ooh, okay. uh, Arsenal, Brentford, though. That's going to be fun. Yeah, I think so. Unfortunately. Um, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> Newcastle, Bournemouth. We can actually see if Newcastle can do anything. Uh, um, should be easy. But... Oh, United and Leeds play each other twice next week. Do they really? They play on Wednesday, February 8th, and then the 12th. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm like, <laughs> okay. check, I'm like yeah. City? Nope, says United. And then uh, huh. City City Villa. Um, so yeah, next week should be actually... There's a couple of games in there that I'll be watching. Um, mm-hmm. And then we have... I know we're so far out. We're going to have a whole other podcast. Right? Then we got Arsenal City in the following week. And that's the one like we've been circling yeah. that one for a while. So. Oh, yeah. It's coming. Yeah, it should be good. Should be good. Yeah. All right. Goal of the week. Uh, we're doing Schlup. Got to be Schlup. Schlup. Team of the week? Team of the week. Um, I went Everton just because like, mm. they had been so poor for so long and not only got the win, but got the win against league leaders. So... Yeah, you can't beat that. The burn, and then yeah, we'll go. We'll go Burnley Bros as the uh, Burnley Bros the player. And I'm gonna do it. We're gonna do Dice, Tarkowski, and me. Uh, I like it because that's we're not gonna ever be able to do that again. Probably where both those no, guys no. score and, and their manager wins. So <laughs> sweet man. Okay, that yeah. was awesome. Uh, anything else to say before we hit our hour and twenty minute mark? Yeesh, long one. Good one. <laughs> I was fun. No, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I feel better about this week after talking about it honestly it wasn't as rough for me as it was for you but like i i feel better you feel good i feel like i mean we're at the floor like we're (laughs) i don't know what else we can do to possibly go lower like losing to everton will suck but i'm already down there so like yeah it's not gonna suck more um, it can only go up. Just don't, you know that meme of that guy talking? Like, he's like, we fucking, we fucking, we're back, we're fucking back. And then the next <laughs> week, he's like, we're shit. That's how I, like, I don't want to go through that anymore. I just want to be shit, or I want to be like, oh, we're actually, like, decent again. So it's just got to own it. Yeah. This tease of, like, we're good again. I don't want that in my life. We're just, <laughs> we're bottom. Just accept yeah. it. Hey, Chad, episode 23. Yeah, done and done. Another in the books. Hooligans pitch. We're out. Peace. Peace.